Welcome back to Fitness Unplugged After Hours FAQs, answering client questions at the end of the week. My name is Adam Jacobson from UberFit. I'm Danielle Dorochik with Black Diamond Strength. I'm going first today. Let's go. Happy New Year. So, By anyway. the time you hear this, it will be. It will <laughs> be. Happy New Year. Good call. Well, yeah, maybe in the next couple days. So, anywho, um, my client asked me how do they go about breaking bad habits? And specifically, his bad habit was he is just on his phone a little too late while he should be trying to go to sleep. So, um, let's just talk about bad habits in general and how to change them or even how to set new habits, I guess. Um, there is a book called Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg. And I have used this kind of philosophy, creating smaller changes and smaller habits for a long, long time, uh, probably like the last eight years. But what I like about it is it's not just cutting yourself off completely. They're going to be like it's trying to help you make smaller, more realistic changes to your everyday life. So instead of just, you know, saying, okay, leave your phone in a completely different room, that might work for one night, but the goal is to set up a habit, a reoccurring change for longer than one night so you can see better sleep or whatever your goal is. So I try to slowly change that. So if you know that you just have to do something on your phone before bed, even though I hate that, um, set a timer for when your phone needs to be turned off. So if you're laying in bed, set, set it up that you know, okay, lay down, set a timer for 15 minutes, your timer goes off. No matter what it is that you're doing, when that 15 minute timer hits, your phone's turned off, put away, and you roll over and go to bed. Um, and, and start with something small like that. I really like using timers and phone reminders for a lot of things because it just, it's something that interrupts you with what you're doing. So drinking water, set a timer. If you need to do something, like get up from your desk every hour, set a timer because it's something that's gonna pop up and interrupt your train of thought, I guess. You're, it'll help distract you from being zoned in on your computer or on your project, whatever it is to help you create that habit that you need to do. And then obviously as things are improving and getting better, you can adjust the timers. You, can, you might not need 15 minutes on your phone anymore. You might need five, um, and, and that's gonna be better for you to not be on your phone for that long anyway before bed because of all the blue light stuff that we've sure we've talked about so many other Definitely. times when we've talked about sleep um, in all the previous podcasts. But I highly recommend getting or listening to that Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg, especially if you're trying to set a New Year's resolution um, and trying to make changes. People are kind of uh, poo-pooing New Year's resolutions, but the thing is, is if it's going to help change your life and you something you want to change and do, just do it. Um, who cares about the fact that people are always saying that they're going to fail? If you go into it with that bad attitude, it's going to. But if you start small and make it realistic for your life, it's going to be so much easier to change it. And this book is really kind of, that's the goal, is to help you just change one thing at a time to help create a brand new habit. And it kind of even tells you why you might be doing that habit in the first place, 
which will help with some pretty good reflection to figure out how you can go about changing it uh, for the future. You know, the New Year's resolution thing is interesting because it's it's dumb to even care about when it starts. Yeah. You know, like, like there's like a weird thing about uh, that New Year's resolutions do always fail, so why set them? But if that's like the time that you want to start, then why? I mean, yeah. there's no reason not to start there. You wouldn't yeah. do it just, I wouldn't do it just because it's New Year's, but I wouldn't not do it because it's New Year's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can... People are like, well, I'll start on Monday. That's fine. That's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same approach. But then just maybe start on Thursday. Start whenever yeah. you want to start. Don't like. It's cool if you want to start on Monday and use a few days to prepare and you know gather the supplies, and materials, and whatever it is that you think you need to help with this goal and habit. But yeah. it's okay to start whenever you want to start. Definitely, it is easy yeah. to get like paralyzed by the planning process. Like, yeah. Just, existing and like I'm about to start training for a marathon I got to make sure mm-hmm. I've got I'm gonna buy new shoes and I'm gonna buy you know I'm gonna get this and I'm gonna like get a program and whatever like a lot of times it's like you just need to go start running yeah but but definitely like take advantage of the motivation if New Year's lights your wick for whatever reason yeah. then you have at it you know and I'm like it mean, doesn't have to fail you decide if it fails exactly or not. either you fail yeah, the yeah. habit's not going to fail, no. or the goal's not going to fail. Right, it's, it's still going to be there. Your actions are what make it. And if it's something that fail. you actually care about, you'll stick with it. If yeah. you don't, then you won't. And so, basically, to amp like long answer, I'll shorten it. Find the bad habit and stick a good habit with it. Right. So. Fire them up or replace them. Yeah, like because yeah. eventually, slowly, you'll replace that bad habit with a a better behavior. So yeah. if you're if you're gonna need your phone to go to bed, I still need you to fall asleep. So just shorten the amount of time that yeah. you have your phone in front of your face. Yeah, don't be unrealistic. Don't yeah. be like I'm got. I look at my phone six hours a day. I'm only gonna do it for ten minutes now. Yeah, like, that's, it, that's not gonna happen. No, just you, the thing that I've said this before, and I'll say it again. You have to know yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. Know thyself. And like. You're, you're only lying to yourself if you think, yeah, I've been on my phone for six hours, now I'm only going to do it ten minutes. There's no way. It's, there's no way. So if you if you needed to lay down in bed just to decompress, which what a lot of people do, yeah. so that's fine, but set the timer, only yeah. go for 15 minutes instead of 25 minutes. Who knows? Like, yeah. So you just got to start to like yeah. chip away at it. Yep. You just got to chip away and, like, see progress. It's just like losing weight, like, lose a couple pounds. Exactly. You can't lose 20 today. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So, and over time, though, just with, like, when we're lifting weights and we have progressive overload and you increase weight each week, you also need to reestablish this goal every week. Maybe go from 15 minutes to 12 minutes to 10 minutes Yeah. type of thing. So, you do need to reassess the goal um, and continue to push it back and, For sure. you know, see how it's progressing you forward so it takes attention yeah you can't just it's not you're not gonna accidentally yeah. achieve exactly yeah. you're not gonna accidentally put down your phone and go no. to sleep that's and why we're here in the first be place because there yeah. were no rules yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> um all right cool. well that's that about good. it uh so my question was uh and if you've ever worked out with me you know this to be true and if you haven't worked out with me I guess I don't really know how you found this, and kudos <laughs> to you. But, but if you uh, found it, uh, great. Yeah. We, we do have room on our schedule, so come on over. <laughs> um, is uh, like, why do I work in supersets so much? Almost everything for me is at least, you know, grouped together in two, sometimes threes. Mm-hmm. Usually not beyond threes, but 
Um, and a lot of it, you know, for me is like, you just want to drive intensity. Like, unless, I guess I would start back, start back. Like a superset is an extra, like one exercise moved straight into another exercise with no rest in between them. And then you rest and then you do like a one, a one B rest, one, a one B rest, whatever. Um, so and it just basically for me, it allows me to get more done in a shorter period of time. You can, um, you can, um, you know, increase the amount of volume you get done in a specific time. Mm -hmm. Because as trainers, we always work, we're working like hour blocks, right? We're trying to figure out how to maximize an hour, like get you warmed up, get your strength stuff, get your mobility stuff, Mm -hmm. get your heart rate going. Like how much time do we spend on these things? And if you only are doing one exercise at a time, then resting, like this is going to take a really long time to get through this. And it's less, and it's not even better for you to have that extra time. You'd be better served in most cases to drive a little bit more intensity. Yeah. Um, I will say there are times, I guess I wanted to highlight some of the times that I would not superset. And I think this is probably right up your alley too. Yeah, but like, yeah. if you're really trying to maximize how much weight you're moving, mm-hmm. supersetting is not what we're trying to do here. Yeah. I mean, it can help you long term into achieving that goal by building your, you know, building your body in a specific way. But yeah. if your goal for today is to, you know, squat as much as you can, you would never squat and then do lunges or something like that would yeah. be insane. So yeah. if your goal is to move the most weight you can for this set or provide whatever, you know, I guess it doesn't even have to be weight. It's like uh, if you were like, I want to be able to sprint as fast as I can and time my 100 meter dash, you wouldn't, you know, do push ups and then run your 100 meter dash. Yeah. That would be insane. You want to be fresh as possible. So it's performance driven and achieving the best singular performance you can. You wouldn't want to superset it. But if your goal is to just like drive intensity and you're working a little bit more submaximal in weights, a lot of times I'll superset it. Mm-hmm. I think you were going to add to that one. Maybe. Well, like basically what how, how you said it is the goal of the session mm-hmm. or the goal of that client, yeah. I'd never superset that. Okay. So like I'll start, my, then that's the very first thing I do. Okay. For, like so if that person your sprinting goal, for example, if that person wanted to work on sprints, I do that at the very beginning of the session. Yep. We get our sprints over because I want them fresh. I want after them after warm up. And yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. After course. warm up yep. and mobility work, but like that would be the first thing that we do, and non superset it, and then my the rest of my session is supersetted or circuited. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. To maximize time and yep. an increase intensity. Yeah. It also is. I find. Uh, you know, you know how when you look at, I guess people at home probably know this intuitively too, like there's different ways to work out and people is like, there's X amount of rest supposed to be between each set. Mm-hmm. I mean, 99% of people, including myself, do not uh, acutely monitor, I'm not like timer, 60 seconds, next mm-hmm. set. Like there's some chit chat, you might get a drink, yeah. you might check something. Like, so that's not super objective in most cases. Maybe you could argue, tell me it should be. Um, but there is a, uh, an idea of like, you want this, you know, everybody wants this to be an enjoyable experience exactly. too. If you had somebody that was like a, you know, militant, I'm definitely willing to go there yeah. with them, but most people don't want that. Um, so, but if you had that kind of rest between every exercise, you would never get anything done. Like mm-hmm. when you have to get a circuit through, like we got three exercises to get through in 10 minutes. We can't do three sets each with a break in between and then do the next exercise, three sets of breaking, but yeah. you're never going to be able to do no. that. Um, so, um, and I guess I would also oftentimes not superset a joint, uh, an exercise that heavily uh, affected a joint 
that we had problems with, whether yeah. an injury or just like a weakness. Like I wouldn't, if you had bad knees, that doesn't mean we're not going to squat, but I'm probably not going to have you squat and then do something else with it. Yeah. You know, just because the risk factor goes up yeah. high. The, I mean, at that point, you're going to fatigue a lot more quickly. And if that joint is already weak or not as stable as we want it to be. Start to lose that, mechanics. Yeah, the fatigue is just going to to win that yeah. battle and yeah. increase risk for injury. So like when I'm, when I'm supersetting or when I'm writing a client program, I'll usually start with like a shell of a program and then tweak it to fit what they need, right? We got a squat yeah. hinge. We've got all like the basic lifts in there as the core of it. And then you got basic stuff for, or specific stuff to them. And then I, you try and pick out like, all right, so this person's right shoulder I need to pay attention to, mm -hmm. and this person's left knee I need to pay, like, so you're just kind of, you, you're just kind of like adding and removing things or switching them around to make them fit, but you wouldn't heavily emphasize a superset high intensity mm -hmm. movement on somebody with bad knees that you know, then do like squat jumps and box squats or something. You yeah, know, you know, squat jump too. and lunge and yeah. leg extension all in one circuit. Yeah, no. yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think um, the superset allows people to focus more because they're working consecutively for a longer period of time in many cases. So they're you know they're like kind of focused on what they're doing and they have to mentally remember the sequence of going through. Like I got to do this one in a circuit, like and then I go to this station and do this one and then I go to this one and they're kind of like into it more and not like I can just shut off, do this, rest, do this again, like repetitive assembly yeah. line style stuff. Um, so yeah, and then you can also superset be, uh, in ways that give people something that you want them to do that they don't like doing and give them an exercise that, that they, they like, like doing. Yeah. So like, I have a person, you, you know, like likes medicine ball slams. Mm -hmm. If I superset anything with medicine ball slams, it's fine. Yeah. Like it could be the done. worst exercise, the <laughs> least favorite exercise, but if you put it with something, you can say so it's kind of, kind of get like the honey and vinegar, mm -hmm. uh, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down kind of thing. So There was um, today, actually, this is kind of funny. Today I had a client that probably one of my fastest moving clients through a session, mm -hmm. but they were not feeling good today. Mm -hmm. Like getting over a sickness, it's time for us and to work out again. Sick right yeah. Now. But, so like not to the point where she needed to stay in bed still. Like this is the, hey, we're recovering. We're getting our body moving again yeah. and typically I'll superset and circuit their all of her accessories today we actually did not today really? everything was a solo a solo exercise because just me anxiety thinking about it actually. yeah it was it was interesting you know it's something I never really do but it's what that client needed today that's the right to thing make to sure that they could get the movement that they needed to in but also not overdo it yeah um, today so that's yeah, yeah today we did just single exercises so but it was it was a one-off situation based on what that client needed and getting over a sickness I'd rather have her yeah. in here supervised going through movement rather than trying to figure out something on her own and injure herself or make herself yeah. sick again somehow right. or no yeah. doubt yeah or it's a controlled environment there's exactly. not that many people coming through here exactly you know there's the same oh, we should look and see how many people come through what do you think in a week 50 70 maybe total people walk into this well to people are so times. This is very entertaining people totally are times me. like because if we have individual individual people, people maybe like 50 maybe uh, yeah maybe 50 to 65 yeah okay. yeah i want to do that math sometime it'd be fun 
okay, I'll just sit this is here entertaining at the door. Podcasting, yeah. You just click a button. Yeah, I have like a thing on my golf bag that yeah. counts strokes. You just to keep yourself. You just that, do, you just have stand. to sit here the I'll entire sit at the time door. and then remember who came in already this week. It's gonna be hard. I'm not gonna be able to train anybody. Nope. It's gonna be tough. <laughs> right on. Yeah. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Anything yep. to add? Uh, happy New Year. Um, make sure you follow our Instagram accounts at Danduro and at UberFitIndy and let us know what other questions you have for us so we can help you in 2023. Cheers, everybody. Be safe. Yep. We'll see you in 2023. Have a good one.